Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy Tuesday. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we like to start the show every day the same way with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay, so we've got lots of VMA chatter to have. And the first thing you need to hear today is a little bit of audio um, from... Oh, wait, where are we starting? Yo, you're doing Ariana Grande. No, you are. Am I doing that? Yes. That's oh. you. Okay, yes. No, I'm sorry. I had a brain fart. The reason I wanted to play this clip of Ariana Grande is because of the way she acknowledges Pete Davidson. It's towards the end of the minute or so clip. Let's have a listen. And the VMA goes to... She totally peaked. Ariana Grande, no to left left. I'm so grateful, first of all, to my fans. I love you guys so much. My friends on the internet, I love you. You're the funniest, most supportive people. I love you so much. Thank you for all your dedication and for showing me so much love uh, and sweetener. Thank you for receiving it so warmly and being so kind about it. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you, Republic. Thank you, Scooter. Thank you, Rashad, my tour manager slash dad. I love you. Thank you to my family who's here today. And my friends and everyone, I love you. Pete Davidson, thanks for existing. Love you. Bye. Pete Davidson, thanks for existing. Wow. Mm. Sell it. I mean. Listen. I guess that's the, like, what, 20-something way of acknowledging your. True love. True love for somebody you've known for, like, five minutes. You know, here's what I will give her. She remembered to thank him. Because sometimes people forget to thank their significant others. But that was more of just like a hat tip. And also she said more about her internet friends yeah. than she did about the man who has apparently stolen her heart yeah. and they plan to live together forever in to eternity. And also um, perhaps already married. Oh, yeah, because that's another little uh, rumor that's going around. Apparently Pete Davidson on the red carpet was wearing a bracelet that had her initials but with a D for the last initial. 
which is the first initial of his last name, which allegedly she has said publicly she will take when they get married. Yeah. So leading speculators to think perhaps they've already walked down is an it, aisle. Is it not weird that we have all of... Somebody pointed this out in the ceremony last night or in the awards show that you have all of these young people who are in couples and are allegedly getting married. I mean, I think of, of course, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. You've got... Um, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. You've got Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber. Like the new thing now is to get engaged. Right. Like Which this is, is so weird that young people are like, oh, I totally want to, you know. I mean, I could go on. I've had a, I've had a thesis prepared on this for which, a very long time. Which is? Which is that uh, to, me, to me, engagement is the new way of saying we're seriously dating. Engagement does not in 2018 mean we have any intention of getting yeah, married. Well, it means we want you to know we've, we're for real about our relationship, which is ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Um, back to the VMAs, the topic of the day here on the Colleen and Bradley show. The second thing you need to hear is our host. So we had Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, right? Right. There was a part of the the uh, opening uh, monologue where um, the two of them are bantering back and forth, and they're kind of like doing this like roasty thing. Well, I want you to hear a little bit about what uh, Tiffany Haddish had to say regarding Camila Cabello and Fifth Harmony. Maybe right now. (laughs) On the show. Cabello. Camila Cabello, she said. Camille Cabello is nominated for five. Y'all know I can't read that good, right? I only speak English and that's mostly in Ebonics. Look. She's nominated for five VMAs tonight. Five of them. I'm super proud of her. So, um, so those of you watching at home, hi Fifth Harmony. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, Tiffany went there. <laughs> oh God, that just happened. See, you never know what's going to happen at the VMAs. I mean, beasts pop off, bad language. People run to the bathroom and send out crazy tweets. It's basically like the typical day at the White House. In your face, Trump, suck it. Okay, so that, uh, he did get real, real. But at that point, um, the the main thing that I wanted you to hear in that particular segment was uh, her talking about Camila Cabello and uh, basically making fun of Fifth Harmony. I mean... Okay, I don't speak shade very well, so I'm going to need your translation on that. Is she trying to say, like, Fifth Harmony? Well, she was like, you know, Camila Cabello, you've been nominated for five things. You're here. Um, She ended up winning last night. And Fifth Harmony is, like, not a thing anymore. And she's like, oh, hey, Fifth Harmony back at home or whatever. Well, that didn't sit well, obviously, with Fifth Harmony fans, but it also didn't sit well with Nicki Minaj. And if I had that audio, you would hear Nicki Minaj during her acceptance speech basically saying, uh, hey, Tiffany, don't come after Fifth Harmony. Normani is that bitch, which is apparently slang in the uh, world of uh, Nicki shade. Minaj. Or shade, I don't know. Because <laughs> I was like, because the way she said it, she was like, don't come for Fifth Harmony because Normani is that bitch. And I'm like, what bitch is she? I need to know. But ultimately what that means is. Um, and for the purposes of this discussion is that she's like, don't come for Normani because she is all of that. I don't know if that, maybe that's what she meant, but she was defending Fifth Harmony sure. 
at Tiffany Haddish's, you know, um, SmackDown. I can't keep up which with it. It was a weird, uh, I will say, and this really just wanted, uh, I wanted to play this so that we could talk a little bit about uh, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. I would like more Tiffany, less Kevin. I think Tiffany is just a, a hilarious person. And, you know, I don't think she really has a beef with Camilla Cabell or with Fifth Harmony. I think she was just trying to make the obvious joke. Um, but overall, I, you know, a little more Tiffany, a little less Kevin. Oh, I couldn't even sit through the whole thing. Uh, so I'm proud of you for making it You're far enough to have yeah. that opinion. I mean, I literally was Googling that bitch. What does that bitch mean? Is that a good <laughs> thing? Is that a bad thing? Because you also don't speak shade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Well, here's the Lollapalooza. Madonna got selected to give the tribute to Aretha Franklin, the late great Queen of Soul. Mm-hmm. Was uh, was memorialized? Question mark by the Queen of Pop. Can we just hear a little bit of that? Aretha Louise Franklin changed the course of my life. Period. That's all we need to hear. I le- because that's about all you heard about Aretha Franklin yeah, in t- that until speech. Until about 10 minutes later when she was done. And actually, she did sort of like weave Aretha's name occasionally into her conversation, but it was really just all about her. It was all about Madonna. Can I point one other thing out? I don't know if you picked up on this or had... Nobody has... When we're memorializing Aretha Franklin, typically we just call her Aretha Franklin. Did you notice what Madonna inserted in there? Queen? No. What did she put between the Aretha and the Franklin? Aretha's middle name, which is Louise. Oh. Oh. Which is also... Madonna's middle name and the name of my dog. Yes. I thought to myself... Hmm, that was a subtle uh, and interesting way to reinsert herself. I do just want to make the point, though, to everybody who today has been. And I'm one of those people like I posted on the website, Madonna. That was the worst possible tribute to that. I would then follow up. What did we expect unleashing Madonna on that particular experience? Which I would then bring that back to the VMAs and say, what on? Do you remember when she did the Prince tribute? No, you should because we talked about it. What did she do? I probably put it out she of my mind. She made it all so... about herself. It's Madonna. She well, and she was also like culturally appropriate. She was doing all the Madonna things that she loves to do. She was wearing like a an ethnic like ethnic garb. She had some dumb grill in her mouth. I can't even get started with that. She, I will later. You know, was I'll speaking watch out. with a French accent that turned into a Russian accent, which I mean, I do that, so that's fine. But. Um, <laughs> But honestly, what would anybody expect? I understand why they asked her to do it. She's the queen of pop. Tribute it to the queen of soul. Makes sense. But maybe pull some video from YouTube. Is she able to do this? Maybe check in with her speechwriter. Yeah. 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 All she Take did. Take a look at her resume. For those of you who missed the speech was talk about a time that she uh, had nothing and was asked to sing a song by Aretha Franklin. And she sang it. And so therefore... Aretha made her entire life possible. I was like, that's not even really just a good personal story. Like, sure, you're going to make it all about yourself. That's what celebrities do. 
right? When another celebrity dies. But like she didn't even do it well. No, she did not even artfully make it about herself. Well, don't worry. We'll keep checking in with Madonna throughout the show. Maybe at some point she'll get to Aretha. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll check in with her from time to time and just see where she is in her Aretha journey. Still talking. Still talking about herself. Uh, But when we come back, Holly Roberts is going to be talking about all the dirt from Hollywood here with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts has brought the dirt. Yo. Hey, girl. Hey. What's happening? All right. So this story is going viral right now on social media, and it concerns a powerful op-ed by Star Wars actress Kelly Marie Tran. She's speaking out about online harassment. Now, Kelly Marie Tran, you may remember her as Rose from the latest Star Wars Mm -hmm. movie. Well, she quit social media earlier this year after being subjected to sexist and racist online abuse for her role role as Rose in Star Wars, this last Star Wars movie. And now she has something to say about it. She says, it wasn't their words, it's that I started to believe them. Mm. She said of the online trolls, their words seemed to confirm what growing up as a woman and a person of color already taught me, that I belonged in margins and spaces, valid only as a minor character in the lives and in their lives and stories. And she goes on to explain in this New York Times op-ed that the ruthless criticism from trolls reinforced a narrative that she wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I I just have to say that number one, I remember when she did this. I remember when she left social media. Yeah. And but I also remember that she didn't say anything, which is often what happens when people decide to remove to themselves, remove themselves right. from social media. And then we don't get the resolution of hearing their side of the story and mm-hmm. hearing the the effect that that has on a person. And I'm so thankful that she's putting words to what the words of trolls do to people, because you can say as many times as you want to, to, you know, till you're blue in the face that, that somebody else's words about you doesn't really define you, but words matter. And when you hear words about yourself, especially when they reinforce beliefs that you at one time had, which is what crafty trolls do. Crafty trolls tell you stories about yourself that you're already telling yourself. Um, That's what happens. And it, hurts people and it kills people's spirit and that's not okay so i'm thankful that she's talking about it because we don't talk about it enough yes absolutely and here's how she concluded the op-ed she said you might know me as kelly i'm the first woman of color to have a leading role in a star wars movie i am the first asian woman to appear on the cover of vanity fair my real name is Loan, and I'm just getting started. Mm, good for her. So that from Kelly Marie Tran. You can read the full op-ed on the New York Times this afternoon. Uh, other news making headlines this afternoon. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Now, we talked about this in the Dirt Alert at the top of the hour, but Asia Argento is denying that she ever had any sexual relationship with child actor Jimmy Bennett, who is the man who accused her of molesting him when he was a minor. And now Asia is saying that her former boyfriend, the late Anthony Bourdain, urged her to agree to a financial settlement to end the accuser's, quote, longstanding persecution of her. A child is persecuting her or like, I, I guess I that seems suspect to me, as does um, the fact that she's using as her excuse a gentleman who can't speak for himself because he's passed away. And also, I struggle with the notion that you you deal with somebody who's unhinged by handing over several hundred thousand dollars. And one would also think that there there would have been lawyers involved at any juncture here and that there would be some sort of paper trail that will tell a different story. Because can can you guys confirm for me? I feel like I don't know if I'm making this up, but I just need confirmation. Was the way that this initially was brought to the attention of the media by an anonymous letter? Is yeah. that how that yeah. worked? The, mm-hmm. From okay. what I remember, it was the New York Times got a hold of some email or some photos okay. alleging this behavior. This was not, um, I mean, we don't know, but the assumption is that this didn't come from him. Okay. Yeah. The assumption is that the settlement was made privately late last mm-hmm. year and that payments began in April of this year. Those payments being of $380,000 to actor Jimmy Bennett uh, over this alleged sexual assault case. And so what Asia is saying that it was really Anthony Bourdain's idea to pay off this man and to have this story go away. Do you really want your excuse? Like, do you want as a woman in the moment of me Too to make your case based on a man's telling you what to do? Like, that's just doesn't seem like if, you know, if you're that just seems really hollow to me. That does not seem like a good strategy. The whole thing is so messy and so convoluted. And again, you know, I think we sort of touched on this yesterday is a conversation that is sort of muddying the conversation, the actual conversation we should still be having and focusing on uh, about the Me Too movement. Just in general, it is never okay for somebody in a position of power to victimize somebody who's not with a promise of power. Period. Yeah, yeah. So this story developing, again, Asia Argento, I think she's talking to the Huffington Post about these accusations. Now, the MTV Video Music Awards, mm, of course, they were last night. And by the way, people won Moon Men. Camila Cabello, she won Artist and Video of the Year, which is somewhat surprising for her video. I didn't... Which one was that for Havana? Yeah. I have to be perfectly honest. Who watches videos anymore? Like, the only time I ever see videos is clips on the VMAs. Right. Right? You go to YouTube. I mean, you can watch videos there. But you're right. Yes, you can, but I don't. (laughs) What were you going to say, trainer? People do, though. I mean, I, I, there are occasionally, I mean, there are people for whom videos I want to see, for whose videos I want to see, but I mean, it's not like I sit down every day and go, okay, what new videos are out?
Well, it's not like the 90s when we were like glued to MTV and yeah. what they did was play music videos. Or mm-hmm. big music stars would have making of video specials yeah. in order to introduce the new video and they would be interviewed by Kurt Loder about how amazing this new video was right. and how much it cost to make. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, those days are past. Uh, Dolly Parton in the news today because she's getting with the year 2018. So she won the internet because she put up a meme inspired by her song Jolie. Now, you know the meme where it's a woman walking in one direction and then a couple walking in the opposite direction where the guy is checking out the woman passing you by. Mm -hmm. So the woman passing by is labeled Jolene, the guy labeled my man, and the other woman labeled me. And Dolly Parton posted this to her Twitter account. Okay, that's adorable. adorable. Oh, it is really adorable. (laughs) She's joining the 21st century. Well, she's active on her Twitter account, or at least her social media manager is active on her Twitter account. Social media person, for sure. I mean, maybe she dictates uh, what kind of Canadian tuxedo outfit is uh, being displayed on any given day. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. love Dolly. I know. She's so wonderful. Well, Holly, thank you for all that delicious dirt. You're welcome. We need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651641. 1071. We've got five pop culture questions we're going to ask you. You get them all right in 30 seconds. You will win a prize, but we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's harder than you think. 651-641-1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call it our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? We've got Kathy on the line. And Bradley, what's she playing for? Kathy is playing for a My Talk 1071 t-shirt. Hi, Kathy. Yes. You're ready to play the game? I am. All right, timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. The show Flipper was about what kind of animal? Dolphin. The animated characters The Simpsons live in what city? Don't know. Yellow Submarine is a song by what band? The Beatles. Where does Winnie the Pooh live? In a tree. Uh, What's the name of the area? Pooh Land. <laughs> nope. Uh, who is Ashley Simpson's mother-in-law? Don't know that one. Where does Winnie the Pooh live? In a honey pot. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, in a honey tree. Oh, oh gosh, Kathy. Sorry, Kathy. Boy, at least um, she tried. She was funny. Pooh Land. Pooh Land is not a place that I would like to land. Well, or you spend a few hours a day. Exactly. Um, not hours. Okay, so the <laughs> animated characters of The Simpsons live in Springfield, and uh, Winnie the Pooh lives in the Hundred Acre. Gerwood. Sorry, I got stuck. Okay. <laughs> and um, who is Ashley Simpson's mother-in-law? Diana Ross. Indeedly do. Oh, that was fun. Well, we do that every day at 1230. Uh, you, like Kathy, can try tomorrow uh, when we play the 30-second pop culture challenge. And now that we're done with that, we move on and we solve some mysteries in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment that we call Blinded by the Item. All of the blind items today from CrazyDaysAndNights.net are from last night's Video Music Awards. So keep last night's ceremony in mind while I read you some blind items. Now, our first blind item has to do with an actor and his singer girlfriend. 
Ooh, okay. Those the actor people and a singer girlfriend are the subject of the following blind item. Okay. Well, if everyone didn't know before last night, they all know now about the actor's crack addiction. It's out of control. Everyone was also commenting at an after party that our actor was getting rebuffed by his singer girlfriend much more than when the cameras were on them during the show. Ooh. I'm mm. gonna you know what I'm gonna say? Who? Um Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Oh. Yikes. Yeah, let me fill in the blank for you. Well, if everyone didn't know before last night, they all know now about Pete Davidson's crack addiction. It's out of control. Everyone was also commenting at an after party that Pete Davidson was getting rebuffed by Ariana Grande much more than when the cameras were on them during the show. Okay, that is suspicious. Also, I don't. This is the part I don't understand. Is it is Nt Lawyer just saying the person who writes these blind items that he looked high as a kite? Perhaps. Okay. Well, which he did. However, I did also. Did you know that he has Crohn's disease? Yeah, yeah. I I knew that. I I knew that because he. How did I know this? I I feel like he went through rehab at one point and talked about how. He had at one point used marijuana to deal with his Crohn's disease, yeah, and that that had become an issue in his life, yeah. and so that was one of the reasons why, um, and that he lives in a lot well, of pain. He just he looked like I mean, it's uh, yeah. Anyway, that you just need to know that part of the story because you know if he's suffering from Crohn's disease, perhaps that way that's maybe part of the reason he he didn't look well. He looks my ill. Point. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, but the other part I find fascinating is the fact that people were saying that basically they were all handsy when the cameras were on them, but maybe not so much with the handsy when the cameras were not on them. Yeah. Yikes. Strange. Um, I mean, is it? No. I mean, no. yes and no. This is a relationship that's lasted five minutes. So the fact that they're, you have to remember they're still learning about each other. But see, the thing I think is interesting is that in other relationships like this that have lasted five minutes, if we heard these types of things, we would say, well, that's manufactured. But this one doesn't feel manufactured. It just feels misguided. No, it just feels dumb. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Holly, um, I know we have another blind item to get to, but I just wanted to see if we could check in on Madonna mm. uh, and see if she's gotten to that part about Aretha Franklin uh, during her tribute yet on the VMAs. Oh, sure. Okay. Let's check in with All right. Madonna. All right. It's from musical theater. I heard the pay was better. Oh. I had no training or dreams. Okay, nope. Sounds oh. like she's still okay. talking about herself. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll check in on her again. Okay, moving <laughs> right. on. Let's do another blind item. All right. Uh, let's do another blind item from last night's Video Music Awards. We have to consider an A-list rapper. An A-list rapper. Okay. And her boyfriend. Ooh. The subjects. Of the following blind item. This A-list rapper that came out of nowhere to have a monster 2017 was telling everyone last night that she is single after catching her boyfriend once again cheating on her. The thing is, though, she will go back to him once he puts on a full court press. She is crazy codependent. Um, just, no based, well, just based on the first sentence, it makes me think it's Cardi B. Oh, and offset. but is she really a list? Well, she, I think she is, and and the part that tipped me off was the 
this A-list rapper that came out of nowhere to have a monster 2017 because it seems to me I didn't know what a Cardi B was. Yeah, but it, it, that's why I like question the whole A-list thing. I'm not saying this blind item, but I'm saying the characterization of her as A-list. Like she came out of nowhere and she's been around for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there are some other women on that stage last night that would have taken issue with her being an A-lister anyway. I just she's on everybody's everything. Right. Like she's featured on an Adam Levine song. She's got all of her own things. She's got. I, yeah, I just think, you know, a list. I don't know if she'll stay there, but certainly I think for 2017 and the beginning of 2018, she's been pretty a list. Mm-hmm. Huh. OK, so we're thinking that they're not together right now. Yep. But once he straightens out and then, comes back, she's going to take him back with her arms. Yeah. Open. OK, so. With arms wide open, yes. let me fill in the blank for you. Cardi B was telling everyone last night that she's single after catching Offset once again cheating on her. The thing is, though, she will go back to him once he puts on a full court press. Mm. Cardi okay. B, crazy codependent. Okay. Moving on. All righty, let's do another one. Another blind item from crazydaysandnights.net concerning last night's VMAs. And we have to think about a foreign-born A-list rapper. Mm. A foreign-born A-list rapper, the subject of this blind item. Speaking of drugs, this foreign-born A-list rapper almost got into two altercations because her drug-induced paranoia made her think people were talking about her. They were, but only to remark to themselves how she was wasted out of her mind. Ooh, I'm going to give that one to Nicki Minaj. Yes. Here, your blind item with the blanks filled in. All right. Speaking of drugs, Nicki Minaj almost got into two altercations because her drug-induced paranoia made her think people were talking about her. They were, but only to remark to themselves how she was wasted out of her mind. Um, When I hear these blind items, Bradley, I don't know about you, but all I can think is, this must be the most uncomfortable room full of people. Yeah, well, and it's certainly, yeah, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of fun actually being had. It sounds like there's a lot of, you know, daggers oh. being thrown from eyeballs to eyeballs. Not fun. Yeah. No one's just going to Radio City yeah. Music Hall and enjoying a nice the people that are like, I just want to <laughs> have fun. Right, and it's like all, oh gosh, can you imagine? I mean, I had a hard enough time thinking about the seating arrangement for my wedding, trying to keep my weird family away from each other. Imagine what it's like to have to do the seating arrangement for the VMAs, because you can't put this person next to this person, because they've got a beef, and they've got to have like, you know, and then this person and this other person, there's a restraining order, so they have to be at least this far away. It's insane. Thank you, Holly, for confirming that the VMAs are like a family reunion. You're a welcome. Dysfunctional family a dysfunctional reunion. family reunion. You're welcome. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, have you heard this story about the woman who tried to pull one over on a bunch of guys on Tinder? We heard this from a listener yesterday. We're going to share the story with you after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. You know, before we get into this whole Tinder date gone crazy on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. I think it would be important. We just need to check on Madonna. Uh, she was picked to do a tribute to Aretha Franklin on last night's Video Music Awards on MTV. Um, and we have to see if she's gotten to the part of the story yet where she's going to talk about oh, sure. about Aretha Franklin. Okay, so here's Madonna. Let's check in on her. Singer, 
but I went for it. I got cut and rejected from every audition. Oh. Not tall enough. Yeah. Not okay. So nope. Still not talking like about Aretha. Talking about herself still. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll keep going, Madonna. We'll check in with you again later. Uh, but yeah, Bradley, uh, uh, we had a listener share this weird story with us yesterday. Yeah, a listener said, "Hey, have you seen the story? Follow this thread." And uh, it was a Twitter thread about a guy who said, um, I'm, "I'm about to tell you an epic tale about subterfuge dating in the 21st century and the fall of human civilization." Oh, okay. Tell me more. Well, <laughs> we were the all thread, in on that. The thread goes on to chronicle an odd Tinder interaction and the calamity that ensued when he showed up for his quote date uh this story literally would you know it seemed entirely fake right Mm -hmm. like you have a bunch of guys here's what happened the guy shows up there are a bunch of other guys woman gets up and is like hey you're all part of my you know you're all here to to basically prove which one of you hunger game style deserves my heart so there's going to be, you know, a, a battle of, you know, a, a, a battle for my heart. So she basically he, set up the same Tinder date at the same time at the same place for a bunch of guys, with a lot of guys and a bunch of guys showed up. And this guy is one of them. And he's like, uh, yeah, so I'm out of here. Bye. Well, well, I have to tell you something. Yeah. Um, I've learned something that might change your thoughts mm-hmm. around this. Um, today I learned that that was actually all part of a marketing ploy. Oh, shocking. So you're saying that the, the Tinder, uh, interaction that was so cinematic, some may think it's fictional. It was actually actually fictional. Now, here's what I will say from what I can see from what I know, the Twitter piece that you are reading, Bradley, that is a real reaction to what happened. So you're saying that these guys got caught up in a viral marketing Twitter thing. Exactly. Okay. So here's what the story, this is what was, what was, and we don't know all of the story yet. We will find out more on Thursday, but this was the work of a viral marketing agency called Rob Bliss Creative. Their job is literally to create viral moments. So Sit with that for a hot moment. Yep. They create viral, viral moments. moments. Yep. No, that's like the antithesis of viral. But in this case, I mean, they did, right? Yes. And apparently they have done it before and they will continue to do it. Um, they uh, they did this as a part of a greater a greater plan that we will learn more about on Thursday. But here's what happened. So again, this person... This actress, her name is Natasha Aponte. She invited a number of different men that she had met on Twitter to a public area mm-hmm. in New York, said that her friend was DJing and she would meet her Tinder date at the side of the stage. Turned out there were probably, you know, 30, 40 men at this event. So then she got on stage and she said, hey, you guys are all here to date me. But then she started to dismiss them. So I want you to read between the lines of this and tell me what you think this whole marketing campaign was really about. She began to dismiss those who didn't meet her criteria. So she would say things like this. Half of you are here are in relationships. So you just have you leave now. Wow. Statistically, right. Statistically, people who are on dating apps, half of them are in relationships. Those leave. 
Uh, if you think, okay, if you support uh, a certain, is this for another political thing? Is this for another dating app? I, you know, I don't think so. I'm going to keep oh, going okay. because um, then I'm going to tell you another piece that might help reveal it. She said, um, "Anyone named Jimmy? I don't like the name Jimmy." Uh, so then they had to leave. She dismissed men with beer bellies, men with long beards, okay. men wearing khakis, okay. men wearing Toms shoes. Um, and then she asked that those who were still hoping for a date would compete in a race, in a running race. And at the end of that, she would maybe go on a date with them. Now, I don't know what ended up happening if they made it all the way through the cut. Apparently, again, a video will be released on Thursday that will tell the whole story. But I'm going to add this little piece to help you try to figure out maybe what this is a little bit about. This is the same uh, agency, viral marketing agency, that made a video go viral that was called 10 Hours of Walking in New York City as a Woman. We've talked about that. This was part of the anti-harassment campaign in 2014. So something tells me that this has kind of a broader social meaning that there's some sort of uh, like PSA or to like teach women about, you know, or men rather about uh, engaging dating apps and how I don't know. You know, to me, it sounded a little bit more like how um, that it was like exposing it's to me. It seems like it's probably telling a story about how we judge each other based on um things that don't really tell anybody about the contents of your character. The, the problem that I have with this entire thing is that I just feel like they used a bunch of people under false pretenses to, to make a point, which, you know, for whatever purposes, they're going to turn that into celebrity money, whatever. And that just seems gross. Like, you know, look, there are so many opportunities that people uh, are given to um, get attention for doing things. Uh, that I don't know that you need to create false opportun, you know, false moments, right? Or like you don't need to get it under false pretenses, I guess. Is right, and and I think some of this is like the hazard of the fact that this viral things going viral has become, you know, such an influence to people, uh, and the fact that there is an entire agency, and there is probably not the, and I know it's not the only one. There are agencies that are committed to making viral campaigns. Um, it feels so manipulative and it makes you double guess, second guess anything that is presented to you as viral. And again, to me, just drives the point home. What have we learned? Nothing is real and everybody's smoke. Exactly. Yeah. That every single thing that is presented to you, you should second guess um, because it may not have the honest intentions. Well, and that's just the, the, I don't think that's going to end in a happy place. So. No, Just, I, I would prefer less of this experience. Remember when flash mobs were a thing? Yeah, that was fun. I mean, nobody was trying to tell anybody anything. We were just trying to dance. Can we go back to flash mobs? No, we don't. Do you? I don't feel like that's a good idea nowadays. Having that um, many people in one space. That seems very dangerous. You're probably right. We can't somebody have gets nice hurt things. And uh, yeah, no. It's not Can we check in on Madonna again? I'm just wondering how she's doing. Is she still? Talking yeah. about herself, or she got into the Aretha Let's Franklin part yet? Visit Mad. Hey, not twelve octave range enough, not pretty enough, not enough enough. And then one day, 
A French disco sensation was looking for backup singers and dancers for his world tour. I don't think so. No, no. That's about her. Still about her. Madonna she was going to be herself. a backup singer. How do you guys feel about giving something away? Oh, I would love to. So we can have nice things. Yes, yes. we can have nice things. What are we giving away? So how about caller number four is going to win a pair of Kenny G tickets for his Sunday, October fourteenth performance at Ames Center? I know Colleen is really jealous that she's not going. Songbird. I don't know what that means. That's his big hit. Oh, what is that hit again? Songbird. No, we'll play it. We'll play it a little bit later. Caller number four, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Win that pair of Kenny G tickets Sunday, October fourteenth at Ames. All right, when we come back, um, I have a new relationship obsession. Mm. Uh, it came to me last night during the VMAs. Okay, I'm just going to say two initially words to you, J Lo and A Rod. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with them. Is a- that their nickname, A Lo? J Rod. Well, yeah. we'll talk about them after this.